What's up, guys? Welcome to the Free For All podcast, All Things Geek. I am your host, Evan Swafford. With me, as always, Josh Barnett. Yo! Nice, you remembered. <laughs> and Chuck Nally. Hello. I forget how close up to the to the camera uh, Evan gets every single time when we do this over Skype. I do uh, because I do it especially when I forget my headset because yeah. I don't have a mic and the built-in mic on my MacBook sucks. Basically, looks like you live in the world's smallest box. That's correct. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Well enough. I was going to say, energetic, enthusiastic, as you could tell. Hooray! We're going to be we talking about be- butt snacks, Josh. Yeah, we are. Oh, oh, Butt snacks? Bug snacks. Talking I about heard- bug snacks. Yeah, there it is. I heard butt snacks. But I said bug snacks. Yeah, we'll see. We'll go to the tape. Anyways, we should all be thrilled uh, because Next Gen is finally out. We did it. We made it to it. <laughs> we survived long enough to get the new consoles. We, we did a podcast for the entire generation. <laughs> Last generation. That's crazy uh, to think about. Yeah, it is. Um, uh, Rezo oh, Gun and Need for Speed not most wanted. Yeah, you're right, uh, Chuck. I actually was going to talk to you guys about that after we got done recording. I had some ideas on uh, timing and all that. But, hey, off air. Uh, anyways, new systems are out. Um, so, new format that we're doing, as you might have heard, uh, doing the uh, free-for-all, three-for-all. Uh, not today, because, hey, special show. So all we're do- all we're talking about today uh, here on the main part, we're going to be talking about uh, both the new systems, um, and then we'll finish up as always uh, with video games. We'll be talking about what we're playing, but a lot of that's going to be next gen stuff. So uh, uh, I am quite excited um, for my luck. Um, you know, with COVID, we've been on lockdown. I haven't gone anywhere for eight months, and then. Uh, Two, three days after new systems come out, I have to go on two different trips. So that's been awesome. So I haven't had as much time as I wanted, but uh, still, been all right. Um, I myself, not to brag, have a, but I have uh, both new systems. I have a, a PlayStation yeah, 5. Me, him, yeah, him, Evan, him, is, him, Evan him, is basically him. like, if you just yeah. combined Josh and Chuck, he has three each. Money. Mm. They say money yeah, doesn't grow on trees, but it does. Yeah, especially if you're Evan with his tree farm of money farms. I don't know. <laughs> it turns out if you grow trees, you get money. Uh, uh, I mean, I could have more... gotten an Xbox. I just it wasn't my interest to. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Shut up. Share, share another negative story about PlayStation, you prick. I had to, I had to work my... <laughs> ass off to get my uh, Xbox pre-order. It sucked. I tried for three hours straight. Uh, yeah. But turns, I turns out, even that advance notice made it difficult. Yeah. <laughs> People well, I mean, want were, these consoles. Yeah. And Xbox is far more limited than even the PlayStation 5 because, I mean, yeah. they're not dumb. They're going to sell less than PlayStation. Um, but they might have gone too limited because, man, it's hard to find an Xbox. Uh, in fact, you can't right now. They Both Sony and Microsoft have said there are none. Jim but, Ryan literally was like, fuck everything. Everything is gone. Every single one. 
Yeah. They're like, we're cranking them out, but there aren't any. Um, but I do have both. Um, now, we do still have some variety to talk about. I have both the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. Uh, but uh, I have a disc uh, version of the PlayStation. We'll talk about the differences as Josh went with uh, the discless. Uh, and uh, Chuck also has a Series X as well as the Series S, so maybe he can speak on that a little bit. Uh, oh. oh, so I'm the only one here without two next-gen consoles? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm Josh, I'm unique. Uh, I'm Chuck, I can afford to get both the one with and without the disc. Mm, 1440p for one of them, yay! <laughs> I didn't buy that one, that was my son, you dick. <laughs> Uh, if I were to get one, I think that's what I'll get. But I'm, I don't know. I'm still gonna try and stick out with the PC on Game Pass stuff for this gen. Yeah, he, I mean, he saved yeah. his own money, so good for him. That's, that's the first thing he's really. Big. I was gonna say that's cool. That's like a major purchase for him. That's that's awesome. Yeah. What are what's the S running? Is it like three hundred? It's four. Is it it's four. This, isn't it? No, isn't it the same no, price? Oh, you're right. It is three hundred. I thought it was a little cheaper just because it wasn't going to be the uh, it wasn't going to be like the discless PlayStation because it's it's slightly less powerful. Slightly. The PlayStations are the same machine, just one with a disc drive. Yeah. Uh, let's do it. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk PlayStation first. We'll talk Sony first, and then we'll go to Microsoft, and then we'll maybe talk about some comparisons, <clears throat> or we'll see how it naturally happens. I don't know. I'm prepared. Uh, so PlayStation, um, it's a fucking beast. I love it. And by the, I love how big it is. It's so stupid. <laughs> dude, it's fucking ridiculous. Like, I felt like Xbox had a lot of press because like there's, it looks like a mini fridge. Um, and it is big. Don't get me wrong. The PlayStation five, especially with a disc drive fucking dwarfs it. It is so big. <laughs> I yes, saw the, it's, um, the it's, it's not the side by side comparisons, and it is like at least six inches taller than a Microsoft it, it, Xbox. It's, it's exactly so big. Um, Sony it's preferred length to girth. <laughs> it's not as wide uh, as the Xbox, obviously, because uh, they went with the square shape, but um, it is a little deeper by a couple of inches. Um, so it's just all around bigger. Now, again, that's the, I have one with a disc drive. Um, I never really liked the design, uh, like the futuristic thing in pictures. I will say sitting on my entertainment unit, it looks better than it did in pictures, in my opinion. Um, and I was never like, oh, fuck that. It looks too bad. I mean, I, I thought that they went with something different. Just at first, I didn't love it. But I think now that I see it in person, I like it a lot more. Yeah, I like it. I like the lights on the vent fans or the the vents for sure, just because everything in my house now apparently has to be LED lit and glowing in some fashion. So uh, my console also that you, Trey, Tori, you all have that shit. What's going on? Is that a thing people just do now? Yeah, They're trying to stay young. Um, no. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no LED strips and stuff. Like I, I wanted to put it on my desk when I built my desk, just because like I wanted to kind of be comfortable. And I'm thinking about doing some streaming stuff, so having like a decent looking setup, which I think I did pretty well, like works. And then uh, a lot of people, because I'm thinking about getting a new TV, so I kind of wanted to test this. I was at Walmart one of my 15 times trying to find a charging station for my PlayStation, um, and I saw they have these LED strips from Monster 
cables that they were like 15 bucks for a six footer or whatever. So uh, instead of spending the 200 plus dollars that I will eventually spend on the hue light strips that actually like adapt to what's on your screen. And it's basically like a Luma room. If you remember. Luma room. It's Um, real. Yeah. So like you can get the hue ones that are Philips and they're smart based and they have like a hub that you plug into your HDMI and it literally changes the color of the like background from your TV to what's matched on your screen as well. Uh, this, I just wanted to see if it would even look cool or if I did it or anything. And it was an easy enough setup and um, it makes everything match pretty well. Despite me being colorblind, I think I've got a fairly PlayStation blue-esque color going on. Um, you kind of look like William Wallace from Braveheart right now. Right now, yes. I, I kind of, <laughs> or I look like uh, if I had a black background, I would be a very moody album cover in the 90s. That's a good call. Yeah, you're right. I was prepared for that to be a bad analogy, but that was actually pretty solid. I'm okay with it. Thanks. Uh, so, um, yeah. Me, uh, change aesthetics... it up. Wow. All right. Um, <laughs> as far as the sense of the PlayStation, uh, I do. it's better than I expected with it actually sitting there. Uh, the console is whatever. I do actually like the look of the controller, um, the white controller and all that. And it would look weird if it didn't match anyways. But the lights and the white on it, it works. The uh, the, the dual sense uh, is pretty slick looking. Um, um, it's it's I, I like how it sits in the entertainment center. Sorry. Um, it is no, gigantic. Did you go vertical? Yes. No. I did too. I felt like it's meant to go vertical, and I've never had a vertical console before. Yeah, um, I enjoy it vertical just because, like, personally, um, I think it looks way better than, like, suspended on that little stand if you do it uh, horizontal. And, uh, sorry, my entertainment center that I do have, the only way I could make it fit in there was to take the shelving out of the middle unit. Like, normally there's shelves to make it, like, three different things that you could have on there, like a DVD player and a console and something else. And I was just like, I'm going to take all of these out and stand it upright. And it barely fits still. Um, but it's in there. My switch is in there. Um, the thing that I'm most pleased about, though, is that it like is not overheating, which is what I was worried about in terms of like the heat because it's surrounded in a box kind of. Um, but I've like put my hand up there when I've run it for a couple hours and it's it's still cool in there. So I'm not worried about that anymore. I was going to ask about that because there have been a few issues with overheating on both consoles, but specifically Xbox. There was an article that they they did a teardown of it, and there's a certain chip that when it gets over like 98 degrees within like, yeah 98 degrees the, yeah uh, no I'm okay with it um it, it can have some issues like there's some worries that it'll have some serious overheating problems uh in some hotter parts of the world uh well, that remains to be seen but some people are just having some overclocking issues and that just happens with new consoles sometimes um i, I know xbox did too uh, both of them can put out some fucking heat i know that but uh it's you know they're doing a lot and it's it, they're vented pretty well i i've been uh for the playstation specifically uh, i felt heat coming out uh nothing insane but it is hot air but it's blowing it out pretty good without being uh excessively loud i will say that oh i think it's whisper Um, quiet to me like i don't have any of the fan noise that i did with the uh, ps4 uh correct uh for fan noise it is way better because the playstation 4 and even worse weirdly the playstation 4 pro sounded like a jet engine was taking off 
Yes, uh, that thing was being overclocked like crazy. Yeah, the Pro was the loudest console I've ever owned. Like, it was so fucking loud. Um, so that has been a very welcome change. Um, uh, well, fuck you, why? Um, they went with a new user interface. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? I think it's okay. Um, it's maybe my biggest complaint about the console. Uh, it's definitely my biggest complaint about the console is it's perfectly fine. But um, for some reason, they decided to take the thing that like I've been trained to do for the last like two generations from Sony and remove that functionality. So like I don't you don't press and hold the PlayStation button on the controller anymore if you want to pull up power options. Um, and I continue to do that. Uh, you press the PlayStation button and it brings up the um, little bottom bar or whatever that has all your quick stuff on there. You can do the switcher. You can go from that to the game you're on, your home screen, and anything else you want. And then your power option is all the way on the right. Um, it's not the most efficient, but, I mean, it does what it does perfectly fine. Um, switching from media to games is kind of, like, weirdly annoying. If I want to watch, like, Sunday Ticket on the app or anything on Netflix or anything, like, it's just an option at the top instead of being you know, a folder like it was in the PS4, but I'm sure once I get used to it, it'll be navigated perfectly fine. I do think it's a lot of uh, what you're used to. Um, I don't think it's super intuitive. I do think they need to play around maybe with, like, it took me a while to figure out how to do everything. Um, But I actually, once I got used to it, and PlayStation's never been, like, my number one console. I've always been a big fan. Well, not since PS2, but that was simple then. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's pretty... Um, I It's never been the thing I'm locked into. Like, switching... I don't use media apps usually a whole lot on PlayStation. Um, so I don't think it's super intuitive, but once I've been playing with it, I do think... I like the menus, and I like how different it is. Um and uh, I'd like every like media and games being in completely different tabs, and like it changes like everything in your little quick menu depending on which one you're at. I like that, and I like the quick menu pulling up. Um, it just takes a little bit to get used to. Um, yeah, I think I, that's maybe my biggest issue with it. I think they'll make some small changes to it, but I've been I, I was a fan of it. I I, I uh, uh, um, as I've learned it, and I need to do a little more because I haven't had as much time as I want on my PlayStation Five. But um, mm-hmm. uh, I've, uh, I've I've liked it. Um, let's talk about. I, Go ahead. I was gonna say. I mean, I like the like activities and the trophies kind of being up. One of the first things that pull up, and the fact that they actually track your progress in trophies now, which is nice. Um, wish that stuff was a little easier to get to, but overall, it it works pretty well. Um, and it's the, it's that, fast for that reason. That took me a while to find. Like, I was not pleased with... So I kept hearing about that. I was like, that is not a fucking real thing. It just took me a while to find <laughs> it. Um, the activities thing is nice. I like that feature that they did. Yeah, I haven't seen one of those help videos that they showed in that UI breakdown or whatever a couple of weeks ago. Um, where if you're doing the activities and it like has those like pre-made videos out there for you. Um, I'm sure I will eventually find them, but I haven't gone searching for them either. I haven't really been trying to find anything trophy-wise or something like that that I couldn't do already. Help videos uh, rarely help, especially in those specific situations. I've got 40 hours in Valhalla that is not 
helpful for your case there. There's plenty of help videos that I've watched, but I get what you're saying. In a lot of cases, it isn't. And a lot of the cases, it's like other super Here's basic. Here's how to turn on the PlayStation. Here's how to maintain oh, no, I'm talking, sports. I'm talking about in-game stuff. There's super... Aren't we talking about the console? It's we are the, the interface. It's the UI. The activities feature is a thing that they've specifically done. It's like, uh, it, it's a pretty cool idea, but the problem with it is I think it's kind of generic. A lot of times is where you run into like, it's hard to find like a very specific thing. Like generally, yeah, hey, you're trying to accomplish this. Let me jump to that. But a lot of times it's not exactly right where you are or something like that. And that's where you have to kind of overcome yeah. that. And I thought it was going to be more intuitive than it has so far. I will say the one thing, um, and again, not talking about games much, but like when I first booted it up and was waiting for things to download and I had already transferred um, Tony Hawk to it, I just like was looking through the user interface and Tony Hawk was already downloaded on it. So it did show me videos for that game specifically and it was like people talking about the the grind to 100 which is what i'm trying to do right now and so like i thought it was maybe going to be a little bit more intuitive and like say like oh this is the one trophy you have left but i haven't seen an instance of that in the interface since then so far it's a little more generic i do i wonder as more and more people play more and more games on it if it will start generating more i don't know but it seems to me the way it would go um let's talk about the new controller um which is probably their biggest new thing um with the console they've moved away from the dual shock and gone with the dual sense um this controller is really good it's the best playstation controller ever by a lot i love this controller like um i kept texting with my brother the first couple days that it's out like i have had more fun with this console and been more excited for this console than any launch um, since the Switch, and that's only because of Zelda, if it wasn't for that, and like the uniqueness of the Switch was super cool, but um, I have been more consistently in, into this, and a lot of it does come down to the feel of that controller. Um, I was worried that it was going to feel too big, very similar to an Xbox controller, but it's just slightly smaller, and like is a little bit more, so, like I still like the parallel sticks, personally. For me, they're the exact same size now they just only one has offset sticks and one has parallel um which for me i still prefer offset but with the bigger size the parallel doesn't bother my hands at all um which i've always liked them a little bigger like that it's a it's a far better controller in my opinion than than the dual shock ones yeah it's so and like the features in it are just so freaking cool um like I, I love it. Even in like the smallest instances of using the haptics or using the um, adaptive triggers and, and the microphone and stuff like that, like <clears throat> each instance that I've run into, even if it's the smallest thing, has just been like re- revelatory for me. It's like, wow, like the the weird thought about what this is, I hope that it doesn't get abandoned. I hope that companies and especially third parties actually implement that into their games more. I think that's probably what happens because it's usually when, like, not fully. I think especially, like, haptic feedback will be more of a thing. But, like, all the little stuff usually is on display at the beginning of a console or a new feature. And then it kind of slowly fades out, especially on third party. I think, especially for a while, Sony first-party games will try to push it because um, Sony's going to be like, hey. Um, but I do think third-party People will struggle. Like I know, Call of Duty has some features with it now, um, but obviously they have a Sony uh, like preferred contract. 
Um, so I don't know. It's got some cool stuff. Um, I do like it is nice because like Xbox for almost 10 years now has had a kind of rudimentary haptic feedback. They've had what that started at. They basically have like five different rumble features featured into their trigger and it's always performed like kind of a tension thing. Like the first time I remember really noticing like pulling your bow in, uh, in uh, Tomb Raider. Um, it always had stuff. Now, this is just a next-gen version of that, whereas you didn't have that on the DualShock with the DualSense. This is a much more uh, much more delicate and much more uh, precise-oriented. Like, it is the same, like, the pressure builds as you pull down when, when needed and all that, whereas Xbox kind of jumped in, like, little increments and always has. Um, I'm actually shocked Xbox didn't upgrade to the new one. I guess they just thought the old works fine and it does work fine, but this is a cool, that is the coolest new feature. Um, you know, the mic or blowing into the thing or whatever. I don't care about that. And that won't be a thing that happens much. Uh, but, um, we'll see. I'll, I'm still waiting for the touchpad to mean much, but we'll see if that goes. It feels significantly more reactive the touchpad just in the the one instance in which it gets used in astros um it feels like it's way more sensitive and way more accurate than it was the first time oh it's for sure that i just don't know if there's a consistent useful feature for it i think my favorite thing using it was just the quick pull of the menu and like our maps in games which is not i don't think what is it designed for um but like in detroit and uh, I had another game in mind that it pulled the map up on real quick. Anyways, they, those were always like, or just pulling, like drawing, like swiping to the right on it in Detroit to open a door or make that decision. It's the only time I ever saw it like, hey, I'm glad I have this touchpad. So I do hope we get more of that and they take advantage of the dual sense. But if if nothing else, the haptic feedback will be something that's used because that's been a thing for a while. This is just a newer version of it. Um, <clears throat> and... Um, uh, I do think that they'll continue to use that. And if nothing else, the controller is good. It's a good controller. Yeah. Um, my other thing I want to mention before we talk about the Xbox, uh, Sony uh, had basically came out with their own proprietary form of uh, 3D audio. Um, and they're right now, as, as of right now, one headset that you can use to do 3D audio on there. Um, I'm sure that's going to expand exponentially as the generation goes on. But as of right now, uh, there was a headset you could order that they'd partnered with. Uh, who makes that? I'm sorry. I've completely forgotten. I mean, it's Sony branded. I believe they that's their custom build, I think. Okay. It has a, like a name that goes with it. I don't remember what the, something, I don't know. Anyways, uh, what do you think about the 3d audio headset? As I know, this isn't something you have to get, but it's a new, it's a nice new feature of the console. Yeah, I got it. Um, I like it a lot. I use it more than not, more often than not, rather, with it. Battery has seemingly been pretty good with it as well. I've only had to charge it like two or three times, um, and I've played a ton on this console already. Um, it's nice. Uh, there is a setting to go into when you do get a 3D audio headset that uh, you can kind of put at your ear. It's like set your ear level, so to speak. Um, and there's like five different channels of height. So you can like here at the very top like if you put it at the highest one it's it feels to me it felt like it was like an inch or two above my ears that i was hearing the sound come from and knock it down a notch and a notch and then like once i had actually done that um i could hear the the 
actual like 3D sounds a lot more. Um, if it's something that you're not looking for specifically, it just sounds natural. Like it's it's just like, oh, I'm playing the game and I hear somebody in uh, Miles Morales calling out a crime or something like that. And I hear it on the left side. So I like can look at my map or whatever or just go to the left and see that or uh, things like in Assassin's Creed trying to find that like last person to kill in a settlement, something like that. Um, it, it does help. Uh, but again, if you're just listening to it, like I would be interested. I kind of want to get NBA uh, 2K21 uh, just to see like what the arena sounds are like and if there's like a decent um kind of 3d audio built into that like feeling like hearing like squeaks of the control or the shoes on the ground compared to like how far away the crowd sounds and things like that i think it'd be interesting yeah i i'm a big fan of of it actually i was worried because they're kind of locked into their one tech uh at least for now um but there's they're real good headphones i like the volume of them it's they're very immersive they sound great Oh yeah, oh yeah. Nice. Um, uh, I so far, at least, and maybe it's just what I've had to demo, um, which is just Miles, which we'll talk about later on the second show. Um, as it felt full 3D, I, it's definitely left or right, and kind of the side. I haven't like like there's something directly behind me or anything like that, and I know it's capable of that. So I just want, I, I'm ready to hear something like that. But so far, it's good. Ironically, it's not going to happen now because Microsoft. But I'd love to play like Hellblade uh, on that and get the whispers like all around you and stuff. Look, I'm I am not a hundred percent that that doesn't still happen. I think it would be maybe a year later, but like Hellblade totally could come on a PlayStation. Like Microsoft has made it very clear that they are okay because they are smart and wanting to make money. They they are okay with their their games showing up on other consoles. Yeah, they'll do it. First or better is what Phil Spencer yeah. says, and and that's that's great. That should be the thing because they've always been about a hey, more people play games, and hey, even if you're playing on something else, we're still getting your fucking money. So ha, um, and got him. Uh, I mean, it's true. It's a good business strategy. There's a lot of people that don't understand it, but uh, it's a it's a good business strategy. So. Uh, all right, uh, let's talk. Uh, oh, I do one thing uh, that I have that you don't is a disk drive. Um, I will say it's my biggest disappointment so far with it is that disk drive's loud, dude. It's real loud. Is it? Oh, see, yeah. That's, maybe that's why I think mine's like super quiet. Uh, the vents are the fan is way quieter than the PlayStation 4. Um, uh, and it's not like egregious, but the Xbox, which we're going to talk about uh, here right after this, so. Segway, the Xbox disk drive is qu- pretty quiet. Um, I don't hear it much at all. Um, and the, so after I played it and then I turned on my PlayStation 5 and put Miles in, I was like, oh, uh, it, it's, it's pretty loud. I, uh, it may be just getting clocked like new system and they're, you know, all these new features and it'll, they'll patch it where it doesn't like just run so fucking hardcore, but it is, it's pretty loud. It's my only disappointment so far with PlayStation. Word. Yeah, that sucks. Um, Got to get rid of that physical media. Who needs it anymore? Get into the new generation, old man. Me and your brother. Yeah. Oldest man. My brother uh, makes Chuck look like a spring chicken. Nah, man. Speaking of the oldest man, Chuck, let's talk about Xbox. Okay. Anyway. Segway, segway. Uh, how are you liking it, buddy? Um, I mean, I haven't really got to put it through its paces like um, 
you know, like some people have, but it's more or less just a massive upgrade to this the shit that I was already used to. Right. <laughs> it, it's not like this huge... Because especially like with the UI and the controller and stuff, they really just built upon things that people already liked and it already worked. So it's just really, really fast. You're right. They went with a different approach. Um, and I was going to uh, talk about that. Um, as far as the design, people that thought it looked huge, um, one, it, it's not that big. It's actually pretty... It's a lot lighter than you think. It's not light. It's heavy, but it's not like as much of a cinder block as you think it is. Um, it's sleek. I like the matte black. I like the way it just sits there. I think it looks really good. Um, it's yeah, also kinda, the way the way I've got it perched up on my mantle, it just looks like a subwoofer. It does. It looks a lot like a subwoofer just sitting there for your surround sound, which. Now that it's like sitting there, and you said that last night, and I was like, you know what? That is what it looks like, and because it, it just looks natural sitting there. Um, PlayStation went with kind of like a showy, futuristic thing. Um, and like I said, it looks better than I thought it would sitting there. Um, but I do like the subtleness of the Xbox because it looks like a subwoofer with a glowing X just shining from it. Do you um, think? Um, sorry. Do you think no, dogs in the navies are called subwoofers? I hate you. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, Ch- Chuck is making mental notes. Actually... <laughs> He's so bad. That's a good well, one, Chuck. I'm I'm writing down timestamps because uh, I lose funny things sometimes. That was pretty good. Thank you, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm really super intrigued to hear about this console, though. So keep going. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, you're fine. You're fine. I I I've never minded that. Um. As far as the UI, you're right. We got a UI update to Xbox One, what, about two months ago? Um, And it wasn't drastically different, but they did change up some of the way the menus worked or, you know, the kind of quick pull-up with the tabs and uh, reorganize your home screen, which you can also change it however you want, but they kind of put it into an intuitive way. Basically, you've got your home home screen with your games and advertisements and apps and all that. Uh, then big showy thing for uh, Game Pass because why wouldn't they then store? Um, so, and they also had to get rid of Mixer because that's not a thing. Excuse me. Um, but uh, yeah, so the UI is the same. It's just they wanted it to be seamless, and we got we've been getting used to the new UI, which wasn't that different for a couple of months now uh, and the controller uh doesn't have a whole lot like like i was talking about with sony and the dual sense is completely different whereas this is a slight improvement upon what is what was already my favorite controller um it's the same shot size there's now three like of the center buttons there's a uh the same menu and share button and then i forget what the new third button does but uh the, the third button is the share button. It, you click it, and you can automatically take pictures or um, or media videos. Um, that's yeah. the extra third button. Yeah, it's a better option than doing the double tap of the like power like X button of what you did on the last controller. Uh, yeah. You're right. Um, and they did change the D-pad to more of like the uh, where you've got the more diagonal presses it's not just a straight old school nintendo looking cross it's got the 
little web in between where it's easier very to do. Very clicky also. Like you can audibly hear it click when you're using it, which is nice. It is. Yeah, it's, it is nice. Um, and it's got some... Uh, they the triggers are slightly different i feel on the back um and they've got some texture to them now which i like a lot my i I feel like i have a lot better grip on the controller yeah the backing the uh, um the triggers and the sticks are all more texturized for uh for your pleasure (laughs) right not her pleasure it's mine yeah i mean unless she wants to play i guess no no, it's my game. <laughs> All right. Um, no, it, I I like it a lot. Like I said, Xbox for a long time for a lot of people has had the better controller. Um, you know, they're you know more power to you if you like the DualShock. I do think the DualSense is a closer step to what they've been doing. And now I feel like there's, I feel like there's still a distinct difference, mainly because offset or parallel. But they have a the feel in your hands is what I don't feel like I'm doing something completely different now. Um, when I, when I'm playing a different system, it's not as weird. Uh, it's like playing the pro controller on my, uh, switch, which is a lot like the Xbox one controller, um, or just Xbox controller. Um, I've always liked the difference outside of, I wish to God Nintendo's a and B would be different, but, uh, got to go the Japanese way. It's been that way forever though, man. Yeah, tell oh, us I know. First, that's correct. But everyone else changed, and I wish they would too, because it's so <laughs> infuriating. Uh, hey, uh, question: um, Did Sony keep the rubberized sticks? No, they're like a hard. They're a plastic now. Okay, good. Because man, those things within we're months all... were just tearing up, and people had to buy those little pads and yeah. stuff like that. I have had those little uh, thumbstick pads on my uh, PlayStation controller for like four years now. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Um, as far as new features um, on there uh, and what we talked about uh, for Sony, let's talk about for Microsoft. Their sound, uh, their Premier sound, they went with the same thing they had last gen, which is great. It's still top of the line. They uh, they have Dolby. Uh, you, you can download the Dolby app and do... Uh, Dolby Atmos, which can take any pair of headsets and make them 3D audio. Um, especially if you have a really good headset already, it makes it even better. Uh, it's a small fee, but it's totally worth it, uh, mainly because of how much it's compatible with. A lot of movies, when they come out digitally or on Blu-ray, um, 4K Blu-ray, whatever, um, are a lot of movies now have contracts with Dolby and will be in Dolby Atmos format and it, there's a noticeable difference in how great it sounds and uh, a lot of new games, especially big AAA titles, are going to be Dolby Atmos. Uh, a few last gen are and now uh, and even the ones that weren't sounded better when you have Atmos turned on but like a few like Gears 5 were configured for it and it sounds fucking incredible. Um, that's mm-hmm. back for this one. Um, I'm using my uh, headset. I have the HyperX like Cloud Alphas which is a solid, not like top of the line but it's a solid headset um i've got with dolby sounds great sounds maybe slightly better than last gen but it's kind of, it's just more again a slight improvement on something they were doing well uh already use dolby too don't you chuck 
I do. The headset that um, that um, I bought came with like a voucher to go ahead and download it, and it waves the fee. It's like five bucks or something like that. Uh, yeah. And it it just took that out. So yeah, it it sounds it sounds amazing. That uh, the game that we played last night, uh, Little Hope. Like when we were inside the church and like the monsters were outside wanting to get in, I was like, God, it's yeah, just I did. everywhere. <laughs> I liked it less when that happened. Um, <laughs> I do want to point out, um, I like my headset to be like fucking loud when I play a game. I want to be like immersed. Um, if you don't like port, if you're new to Xbox or you just wanted to start clean, which I did, I did not like port over settings from my Xbox One. I just wanted to start from scratch just because I'm OCD and make sure every little thing was exactly how I wanted it. Um, you do your headset starts off. Like even if you have the volume on your headset cranked all the way, there's a setting within your menu on your accessories under your controller, uh, on the Xbox that only has your controller volume at like halfway. Um, so if you really want to crank your sound, you have to find that setting and turn it up. And then there's a bunch of sliders to play with, but, um for me it made all because i was like what is wrong with my fucking headset like on my xbox one it sounds amazing and i was like i hear so many details but it's like soft and i had to remember that i did that last gen and i had went and found that setting so just quick pro tip if your sounds too low that's why um big feature for them is um quick resume um yeah quick resume quick resume is fucking awesome it's, it's best, weird to think uh, Sony doesn't have quick resume it's doing a pretty good job of like it's just fast um, on the PlayStation 5 um, and it's totally like going from one to the other it's not like oh fuck and when I go to PlayStation that it's like that much slower going back and forth but it is pretty noticeable going back and forth between like apps and I think it's six or seven games, I think. It will remember exactly where you are. Like, it doesn't go into the load screen, like, at all. Even if it's a fast load screen, you don't go to the menu. You just go back to where your game was paused, like, four games ago. Um, it's pretty fucking impressive. Yeah, um, just as a matter of, um, like, a point of interest, um, I think I played Gears Tactics last on Saturday, last Saturday. Since then, I played... Uh, Fallout 76, um, I played, um, uh, Ren that Stargate Renegades or whatever, um, we played Little Hope, and then I just clicked on the icon for Gears again tonight, so four days later, and it popped up, like, the exact same spot where I was on Saturday. It was awesome. Yeah, and, and it's, like, immediate. It's, it's very fast. It's, it's a really impressive feature. Um, I think, I mean, I'm showing reports of up to 12 games. That's a lot. That's crazy if that's actually true, but I can only find it from a website called kitguru.net. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Netscape. <laughs> oh, and no, Dual Shockers, which actually is uh, Dual Shockers is that's a really true. good website. Yeah, it's correct, Dual. 12 is crazy. I would, I, I hope PlayStation uh, eventually gets that. Like I said, it doesn't bug me because I timed it. It's like seven seconds from startup to playing Miles Morales and like a few other games are like that as well. But it would be nice to have them just kind of, especially because they've got that switcher app right on there. It would be like perfect to just be like, oh, let me bounce between three or four games. 
the switcher app makes me think that they're working on something that they saw. I think they saw Quick Resume. We're like, oh, that's a really smart idea. We don't have time to get that ready for the launch. Let's put the switcher thing in, which will work for now. And then in the future, we'll improve upon that. I do think, because it is, like I said, it's not like I go to Sony, I'm like, oh, because it's so fast anyways. But it is like, I was like, oh, Quick Resume is a nice little feature. It, it just saves time. There's no loading. And also, like, I know save points in games now aren't as crucial as they used to be because there's they're everywhere. But every now and then you're right between save points. You can just pause your game and you're unless your power goes out and your system hard resets, then you're you can you're gonna go right back to where you were without losing literally any progress. It's really nice. Um so we've been playing not for what you plan as far as where we'll talk about new games. Um, a lot of older games have gotten some uh, next-gen upgrades um, and some newer stuff, which I won't go into details in the game, but as far as performance, um, let's, let's talk about how the systems are performing for games. Um, I uh, So what we're seeing, the big new thing is... Uh, well, there's always been there's 4K and there's HDR, which we've had since the second iteration of last gen, um, and uh, 30 frames per second. There's um, ray tracing now, which is a beautiful like new thing uh, for consoles, um, and then more games are going to be 60, and then it goes up to 120 at uh, at uh, 4K. <clears throat> uh, what all have you, you guys seen from this so far? far as performance uh for me um surprise i have i re-downloaded tony hawk uh and just like i said while i was waiting for the newer games to download just wanted to see how that ran um because it seems like the only way i'm going to be able to get the platinum trophy in that is by playing the same levels over and over and over again um i will say it's significantly faster to load it used to be roughly 20 to 60 seconds depending on the level like first time loading was usually about a minute and then reloads were 10 to 20 seconds um first time load into a level now is like five seconds it's crazy how much faster it is um load times are gone it seems until we get like clock we're pushing systems where load times might come back just a little bit because the games are that much more advanced than they are now, which is insane to think about. But as for right now, load times are very fast. Like the two longest load times I can think of are like Red Dead and uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 and Adventures, Full of God Adventures. Yeah, Uh, that was the the other game that I had downloaded uh, because I was hoping that the next uh, gen patch or update to it had come out and not yet unfortunately so um still no there's no patch uh for red dead either as far as i know but it does load about twice as fast as it does on yeah i've seen a couple of breakdowns of that uh at least on the the series x compared to the one x and um it was about i'd say 60 percent faster it was like a minute 40 seconds to like three minutes and, and 50 seconds or something like that. It's pretty yeah, sad. I'll go ahead and say too, that like I, I said a second ago, I've been, of course, play fallout 76 and that is, that is a, a massive progressive world where things are 
like constantly changing, happening, and stuff like that. So the load times before were significant. Um, I wouldn't say they were really bad, like Avengers bad, but they're they're like almost non-existent now. It's so uh, amazing how fast I get into that game with you know thirty other people that all have bases and they're all doing stuff. It just it loads up just just like that. It's awesome. I feel like um, Avengers is just a game that was made in molasses. Like everything about right. that game is like you're gonna force you to take forever to do everything, and until they get it fixed, I just can't go back to it. I want to finish it. There's some very fun elements to Avengers with like the most frustrating bones around it. The the fringes of that game suck. The like that, basic story stuff I like a lot. That game is is uh has like a solid core and just the bones of it like around it or the structure around it's just real bad it is very people hate it's anthem except it's about something popular it's the (laughs) same thing um anyways um so uh like i've played a few things um I definitely wanted to take advantage of 120 frames per second, and I also want to see some stuff at 60 frames per second. Um, I don't have anything yet that's running 120 frames and also ray tracing. That's a thing the system can do, but currently no games are doing that. Um, That blows my mind that that's a thing that can happen, because holy shit. Um, But somebody make that game. Uh, I don't care what it is. I'll buy it just so I can see it. Uh, but I want to talk about the three levels of it. It feels like right now some of the introductory stuff, and it still looks pretty, is a locked 30 frames per second with ray tracing. There's some locked 60 frames per second with ray tracing, which seems is going to be the standard 4K 60 frames per second with ray tracing. I think most AAA games are just going to be locked at that, and it's fucking gorgeous. And if it's loading fast and running good, then... That's awesome. Now, there are games running 104K, 120 frames per second right now. Um, There's not many, but there are some. But none of them will run ray tracing at the same time as of yet. Um, Without going into, like, the game and talking about the game specifically, just more talking about the the new Black Ops um, is one thing that runs at 120 at 4K. Boys, it's life-changing. That game... It moves so fast. Uh, like, the aiming on it is so precise. And everything on the screen is so smooth. I can't go back to playing another way. It's so awesome. Uh, I play Call of Duty every year, and I was like, oh, my God. Where where has this been? It It's so noticeable. Um, Doom, which is known for its speed and a game made to move fast, Last gen was locked at 60, which I never really noticed how much of a difference that is and how much that in and of itself was encouraging to move fast. Now, of course, the mechanics want you to always be moving and stuff like that. So, yes, they build it around to go fast, but 60 frames per second where it's also making you move fast. And at 120, there is just another step up. And even Call of Duty, which is a more methodical shooter, especially in like a campaign mode, it's just fast like my gun speed is fast everything is smoother the animations and everything just happens quicker um it's awesome it's so awesome um yeah see to me that that's the ray tracing for me um like i I have always been a performance guy like i played god of war in performance mode and not fidelity to get the 60 frames or whatever but like for some reason with my ps5 games 
I have been way more into the native 4K and way more into the ray tracing. And it, to me, like swinging around the city in Spider-Man is great with uh, the 60 frames locked. But I just I can't get over how gorgeous it is when you have it with all the ray tracing and the reflections and stuff going on. I can't get away from that. So it's interesting to see both sides of that. Ray tracing is like the new uh, way to basically tweak up HDR, it seems. I mean, obviously, it's doing playing with the light, but the HDR makes it look good. Um, I do say I went from Call of Duty and played that and played Miles. I've been switching back and forth. It makes the, the frame rate more noticeable. I do wish Miles was running at 60 with ray tracing. Um, I do think that the next, like, main Spider-Man game that's not, like, a half iteration with... I, I think 60 frames per second 4K with ray tracing is the standard of every major game going forward. It's not Spider-Man runs great again not speaking like about the bones of the game but just on performance it still runs awesome and it looks so pretty because of ray tracing. Um but I do I I am excited when the new Spider-Man game in a couple of years comes out and it's going to be at, I I'm positive it'll be at 60 with ray tracing cuz going from 30 to 120 there's a big difference, but it also depends on the style of game you're playing. Uh, Chuck, have you played like any Forza or anything like that? That's because uh, Forza is locked with ray tracing. That has an update that has uh, ray tracing um, and uh, runs at sixty. No, I was trying to download it earlier, but it kept like trying to get me to uh, like buy this um, pass or something like that, and I was like, eh, I'll try it later. Yeah, there's a way around that. I forget what I did, but yeah, tried to do that to me too. I was like, no, I don't want to buy Forza Horizon, but uh, that game is a good ex- racing games. You always download when you want to look at how pretty and smooth things are. Uh, and Forza Horizon Four, I think, is what it is. Is is it three or four? It's four, right? Forza Horizon Four, yeah, yeah. Uh, did not disappoint. It's pretty, it's very pretty, and then with ray tracing running, all the reflections and stuff off the road, it's gorgeous to look at. Um, I grew tired of it because I've already played a lot of Forza, and I just don't want to. Uh, but it was fun to look at the tech demo of it. I did go play some Ori, um, which... I did too. You know, yeah, you did. If you know me... Yeah! I, uh, get that Will of the Wisps. You can run, that, I think it's performance mode. You can run 120 or you can just run at 60 with ray tracing. And either way, it's just fucking awesome. Uh, new systems are cool. I like them a lot. Uh, the people that are like, hey, we didn't need new systems. This is like an iteration, not a full gen. It, there's a big fucking difference. Even with Xbox, who would like trade, try to make it a seamless thing and not like, hey, it's... Uh, uh, it's just a new thing that it's going to improve better. Yeah, it is familiar, but there's such a difference in performance that, it, like, I, I went and turned my Xbox One on, and I felt like I was watching paint dry. Like, just after a couple of weeks of playing the new systems. It's it's really cool. Um, Real quick, uh, I just uh, I sent you guys a, the link, but... Uh... Uh, Xbox has it where you can change your um, your logo on the app, and um, it's pretty awesome. You can like choose your pictures or take a snapshot and actually use uh, things like that. That's uh, pretty cool. They just 
finally just did that. That is pretty cool. Um, I'm tired of all those stock photos, so I had to put something up there a little different. Oh, um, the Series S. Um, if we got a couple yeah. of minutes to talk about that. Um, it looks weird. It is much, much, much smaller than the other systems. It's only about this big, maybe. Um, and for the people who are listening and not watching, uh, <laughs> it's about the size of an uh, encyclopedia. Maybe the letter L. <clears throat> God, you're not old. Not big fatty like <laughs> the letter M or S or something, but, you know. But also not X. You know, I not, mean, L is, I mean, that's the Wheel of Fortune number or letter, man. That's a, that's a pretty thick encyclopedia. Fine, K. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's not, you don't even, you go CDMA if you're doing what you're choosing in Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> so, K, uh, that's like middle of the road. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is also very quiet. You can't even tell it's on. Um, it's got a limited amount of uh, memory on it. Um, of course, but uh, Trey has only been playing uh, um, Destiny 2 on it anyway, so he's only downloaded like two, so it hasn't been a problem yet. He'll probably get um, external hard drive or one of those uh, those external SSD cards that you can get that plugs into the back of the S or the X. Those things are fucking expensive, though. He would almost be paying the amount of money he paid for the system as one of those little cards. They're going to, they'll allow, especially, that's a timed thing with Seagate. More people are going to be able to make cards. Now, I do think that they wanted one that they had oversight on to make sure it was of the quality they wanted because speed matters with the new SSD. $220. Uh, oh, I know. I have one. Uh, I was like, God dang it. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I went uh, ahead. They're, they're gonna, I, I hope they bring the external stuff to Sony eventually. It's, I'm not that worried about it because I'm always fine with deleting old games, but it's, it's like maybe their biggest flaw. Yeah. Um, it like I said, you can plug an external hard drive in still the Xbox and switch. You just don't want to play off of it. You want to play off the SSD. Um, I have played around and, Transferring from your internal memory to the expansion card is, like, insanely fast. It works real good. Um, and I have played the games off of both, and there is no noticeable difference. Like, it doesn't slow it down at all with the expansion card. So, for what it's worth, it may be expensive, borderline too expensive. Uh, but if you get it, it, it works. It does exactly what it's supposed to. You lose no speed off your SSD, so it's nice. Uh, all right, let's cut it there. Um, you're going to hear a lot more about Next Gen and a little bit of Last Gen. Maybe some of it that's played on Next Gen. Was that confusing? Yes, it was. But so is so is the current generation right now where we're at. Uh, we're going to talk about what we're playing. Uh, we're going to go ahead and cut it here and make sure to check out the next show. for listening to free for all your source for all things geek we just wrapped up another episode but we're not done stay tuned for parts two and three don't forget to subscribe to the show on itunes and rate and review us too that's the best way for new folks to find our show you can also find us on the google play store stitcher or your favorite podcasting app 
Don't forget that you can now subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch the show as we record, and you can catch our live streams on the Free For All Facebook page. Also, feel free to tweet us at FFA Podcast to keep in touch. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll see you next time. At what point did you realize that this was on purpose? Just now? Okay. And I looked at Josh and he couldn't contain his laughter. Oh, man, I'm having a good time. For real, for real. Chuck out?